Welcome to Raining Words with Shelby. I am your host, Shelby Lawson, and our main objective is to motivate, inspire, and encourage. Good morning, and thank you so much. You are listening to Raining Words with Shelby. I am so excited today, guys, and you know it doesn't take much to get me excited, but I am so excited to introduce to you my wonderful friend, Miss Sophie Hammy, and I remember meeting Sophie. It was at one of the festivals in Allentown, and I was immediately um, attracted to her carefree spirit, and she was full of life and energy, and our energy connected. She's an amazing artist. We've done events together. She's a beautiful wife. I could go on and on, but I won't. I will um, introduce you to Sophie. So, Sophie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I am so honored to be here. And yes, our energy connected. I have seen you a vibrant and happy and smiling person. So that attracted me to you. So I'm very honored to have this connection and friendship with you. So thank you so much. Oh, you're so very welcome. And you are fairly new to the Lehigh Valley. You've only been here for how many years so far? This year will be four. Oh, she's still a baby in the Lehigh Valley. And (laughs) and like you, you were a transplant because, like me, I'm sorry, you were a Mm -hmm. uh, transplant because of your husband's job. And uh, how are you, have you gotten comfortable in the Lehigh Valley as of yet? Yes, absolutely. From the time I have started this work with the community, I feel so connected mm-hmm. with the community. And as much I get deeper and have more connections, I feel I have more people to more to meet in future. So the love and support from the community is what is making me thrive. And uh, I feel so much love here. So I'm very, very blessed. Yes, we are. I'll start with, because you have so much going on, your business owner, you are, um, what interests me the most is um, you are now a yoga instructor. And tell us how that came to be, because I love yoga. I love how it makes me feel once I'm completed. And I am probably considered still a beginner so walk us through um your journey with instructing yoga and for those who are not familiar with yoga um just give us a brief overview of um what yoga is and how it has become so important in your life Absolutely. Thanks for asking that question. Uh, So me being from an Indian origin, I have practiced yoga or actually observed and learned yoga from childhood. So yoga was part of our lifestyle. And yoga, if you were to see from a Western culture, um, generally on an Instagram yoga, you will see a very perfect body and a great shape, a flexibility. Yes, you get all those things, but you can be in any physical shape, but you still be a yogi or a yoga person. Mm -hmm. So growing up, I always struggled with my weight and food diet uh, coming from, you know, family background, Mm -hmm. which always is into food and of course the culture is like that Mm -hmm. but yoga was so integral part and from childhood I felt like I have to be part of the community to teach I, I 
get very much inspired when I am teaching somebody. Mm-hmm. That makes me actually inspired to learn more so that I can deliver more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from the time I was 20, I really wanted to become, but the life happens and happened and, and I couldn't really get a chance until I actually turned 38 or 39, mm-hmm. um, you know, three years ago. And that's when I'm like, this, my age is not going down. It's been almost 20 years I've uh-huh. been wanting to. And this is the time to become a yoga instructor. So yoga for me is not just a physical practice. It has been my lifestyle. And when people say yoga is slow and some athletes will be like, they don't want to go to yoga because sometimes it is boring because it's slow. Uh-huh. That is the whole purpose. Yoga is not about just physical activity. It is a combination or unity Mm -hmm. of your mind and body, Mm -hmm. your breath and body. So when you come to yoga practice, uh, it is a physical form, yes, but you are actually connecting with your mind, with your breath and uh, observing your body, how it is reacting to your emotions, your thoughts, your feelings. So that is the very inner essence of yoga. Mm -hmm. The yoga word itself, yoga, yo means to connecting mind and body. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, when I actually got certified as a yoga instructor, of course, I learned so much, so much about it, how to teach, uh, how to conduct, how to observe, but most importantly, bringing your own essence to your instruction, more essence of your practice to your class. And um, besides teaching, actually, I am growing more. So my own purpose to to teach is for me to learn and grow from everybody and from my own practice. So yoga is not just on the mat. Mm-hmm. Yoga is also off the mat. How do you practice your lifestyle? It's not just how you deal with people, how you connect with people, how you um, see the abundance around your life. How are you kind? How are you compassionate? So all these things matter and helps you reduce stress, anxiety. Of course, there are so many benefits, mm-hmm. especially during COVID times when people are going through upset, stress, anxiety, worry for future. But how about connecting with yourself and live in the present mm-hmm. and how can we be how can we find the peace within ourselves of course there's a lot of chaos going on outside mm-hmm. but the moment is now how am i relating to myself how can i convert my anger my worry my stress my anxiety into a positive not a positive but a growing energy where i can learn to become more calmer and more kinder and more compassionate to myself mm-hmm. and to people around me. Mm-hmm. So that's what has really inspired me to change my perspective because of yoga and the yoga community around me. Mm-hmm. So it's all about giving and, you know, receiving at the same time. That is so beautiful. Um, yoga has done uh, miraculous um uh, miracles in my brain just just from the meditation aspect of it it calms me it centers me and it really has made me a better person and I'm trying to incorporate it into my life more and I encourage the audience to try at least once or twice and, and just see what it could do for you now Sophie there is um you are so involved um there is 
a yearly, I think, event that you have called the Goddess Circle, or is it twice a year? And I think that you are the only one in the Lehigh Valley that um, is doing an event um, at this level. Is that Yes, yes, thank you, because um, I am actually honored. I feel like I am the medium to bring this goddess circle mm-hmm. in Lehigh Valley. So when I moved here and I wanted to start this journey, I looked around, but there was nothing called goddess circles here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is, it became like my responsibility. I felt like a duty to offer what I feel I have to offer in my life. That's, you know, it's like dharma, your highest purpose, mm-hmm. your soul purpose, your life purpose. Mm-hmm. So the goddess circles, I actually offer when I feel like offering, <laughs> when I, you know, call, I get called upon kind of. Uh, mm-hmm. So in in last three years, I have done, I think, over uh, 20 plus goddess circles. Wow. So it can, yeah, so it can be, uh, you know, once a month or once in three months, depending on the season, the the moon cycle, lunar lunar cycle, mm-hmm. and what kind of energy mm-hmm. I uh, universe is feeling at the given moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, recently, the this this month in January, actually, I hosted the first circle of this year is mm-hmm. New Year Goddess Circle of Saraswati. Mm-hmm. So why I chose Saraswati Goddess? from my Hindu culture, a religious goddess, but she's a deity. But it's not about a religious circle that I do. It's a more culturally, tradition, uh, traditionally, learning from the stories, mm-hmm. learning from the divine feminine energies, mm-hmm. and seeing how those energies are within us mm-hmm. and how we can, uh, you know, kind of, bring that forth and find that empowerment within ourselves. Mm-hmm. So this year or this month, I felt about her energy, bringing the authenticity out, bringing the creativity, the music, what we have learned from last two years being in quarantine and away from the social life. Mm-hmm. Now is the time to express and bring your plan and thought process to the world. Mm-hmm. It is your duty to bring it out. So this circle was just a kind of little nudge to you, like mm-hmm. a nudge to people. Hey, now is the time to express your true voice mm-hmm. and authentic self mm-hmm. but, um, out. Mm-hmm. So that's how I felt this month to do that event. Uh, so every time I do a goddess circle, it is dedicated to one goddess and that feminine energy within us. Okay. I want to express to the audience that um, you do not have to be of any faith or a religious um, affiliation, or any of that to attend any of Sophie's events. Um, I, of course, practice Christian um, beliefs. However, I am able to incorporate the mindfulness and uh, many of the things that Sophie teaches into um, what I already believe in and and, believe. it's just an addition. It's not replacing anything that you already have. Um, it just makes you a better, well-rounded person, in my opinion. So, I just yes, absolutely. I, I just wanted to put that out to the audience that we're not. Sophie does not try to convert you to any of her beliefs. She is simply um, introducing you to all that she has learned and her culture. 
And I, yes. for that, I'm very grateful. So, Sophie. Yes, I, I just want to add one point okay. on that note is that the goddesses that I bring to the circle are not only associated with the Hindu culture, it can be Egyptian culture, African culture, mm-hmm. even the Christian culture. So, maybe one day I will do a Mother Mary's mm-hmm. goddess circle because okay. she's a goddess of uh, mother, so motherly. Um, uh, the feminine energy of uh, nourishment mm-hmm. that is what she brings in mm-hmm. so the goddess is the other half of our you know male side the feminine side okay so that feminine nature divine feminine energy is within everybody not just women but for any everybody with a child with man and woman old or young Oh, okay. So I just wanted to say that out. There is nothing religious. Even I am not like born Hindu myself. Right, right. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so thanks for bringing that up. Thank you. Oh, you know, because people have questions and we want to address those things immediately and get that out of the way. What I do know and what I have experienced from you is your absolutely gorgeous henna artwork. And I absolutely adore i am a creative person myself so um creatives appreciate other creatives and your work is absolutely gorgeous and it's like no other i've seen and i've like i said i've had the pleasure to be painted by you a number of times how did your gift come to be oh first of all thank you for your kind kind appreciation and love and support i am always uh, like this that appreciation from people and love that is what i thrive on mm-hmm. so i thank you for filling my cup like that <laughs> <laughs> so henna of course so this is my whole journey of henna art yoga and goddess purpose is all definitely kind of going back to my roots mm-hmm. and uh, claiming my you know cultural work mm-hmm. and not everything whatever I have connected to my roots, I feel henna was the main, not a main, but a healing art for me. It has really saved me to bring more mindfulness in in life, Mm -hmm. especially when I am dealing with very high stress situation, betrayal, Mm -hmm. whatever heartbreaks you go through. Mm -hmm. Henna has always been with me. And recent years, I have really felt more connection with henna. Mm-hmm. So henna has henna art as a body art definitely was part of my growing up. Every culture, no matter not every festival, no matter what, we have henna mm-hmm. parties, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I started my journey here in Lehigh Valley, I said if I want to claim that back of my own culture, if I want to present my authentic self of me being an Indian uh, culture, what will be that? And henna was the first thing that came into my mind because I've learned when I was 10 year old and I was a junior artist growing up and of course left it for many years and I restarted. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, oh, I, I know how to do henna. And when I restarted after 30 or like 20 some years mm-hmm. uh, professionally, I, I felt, oh my God, that is a lot of work. And I <laughs> sucked. I felt it was so hard to restart. But the whole acknowledgement that I don't know mm-hmm. even from it is from my culture mm-hmm. but whole idea of um, uh, appreciating that what I learned when I was 10 11 my physical body actually remembered as a memory wow. so my fingers remembered how to do henna my fingers and both the hands remembered how to mix henna paste how to roll a henna cone 
And I myself was amazed. How did my body remember how to roll a cone <laughs> immediately? So that's when I came to realization. Oh my God, this could be my my easy way to do something and of course when people say oh you need to be working very hard to success to be successful why don't we think like what comes to you easily right. can be your success can yes. be your su- way to success so what came to me easily was henna art what came to me easily was doing circles and yoga instruction and teaching and hosting hosting workshops mm-hmm. and that i felt I need to um, get more into it and make it very unique what I want to create. So henna art from last three years, I've been practicing every single day. And now I have a very calming, not calming. I don't know how to say it. I feel like it is my healing yes. uh, artwork mm-hmm. and trying to bring conscious connections, mm-hmm. you know, with people, with myself, mm-hmm. doing this henna healing mm-hmm. art. It so is um, really transformed. The one thing that I realize that it is a very intimate setting. And so there is a connection when you're painting me and we are really close. The energy flows back and forth and I can relate to that. And also because you're doing something you love, this is um, this is becoming uh, the standard to success. When you are doing something that you truly love, it's not work. It is very, it's very fulfilling. And I think this concept is um, new. It's a, it's a, it's a new standard. It's becoming a new standard. And I just, I am just honored to call you friend. Um, I know that you do private parties. You paint on plates and mugs and wine bottles and any other creative items that you uh come into contact with um right can you tell our audience when i'm painted by you you use because i have darker skin you use i forget the name of it yeah jaguar yes jaguar Jaguar. yes 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 um the difference between jaguar and your traditional i call it the red henna yes right right yeah, I can explain, uh, share a little bit what is both. Okay. So henna is definitely as a plant, medicinal plant. Mm-hmm. So the leaves of henna is an, has a natural dye to stain your skin mm-hmm. or natural fabric or maybe, you know, organic material like skin, hair, nails, mm-hmm. fabric, leather, mm-hmm. uh, all those things. So the henna leaves are crushed and made into powder and sifted multiple times mixed with essential oils, then it stains. So it has zero chemicals. That's mm-hmm. very important to know. And it always stains a reddish maroonish color. Mm-hmm. So for a lighter skin or a high melanin um, skin, mm-hmm. your stain will be darker. Mm-hmm. But it also depends on your body temperature, warmer the body, darker the stain. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, there's a lot of aftercare, how you care, less usage of water and, um, you know, avoid, um, you know, going to tanning or swimming and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that is one care instruction, which applies to the second form of uh, medium that I use. Uh, And this can be used for a darker, very, very dark skin, 
where people kind of feel like, oh, the dark maroon doesn't show up on my skin because mm-hmm. of my dark skin or my high melanin in my skin. Mm-hmm. So that's when I use a natural fruit juice, mm-hmm. which is called Jagua, J-A-G-U-A, mm-hmm. no R, or Hagua. Mm-hmm. So it's, it is grown in only in South America, that fruit, it looks like a peach, but it, when you open, it looks like jackfruit. And uh, when you squeeze, a blue juice comes out. Wow. And that, yeah, and the juice is then mixed. Well, that juice, like which is like a liquid juice, mm-hmm. can be mixed with henna okay. uh, to make a henna paste. And that combining reddish and bluish, it becomes like a darkish bluish color on your stain depending mm-hmm. on how you stain mm-hmm. but some, and sometimes I use that uh, jaguar juice mixed with xanthan gum to make like a jaguar gel it becomes like a gel mm-hmm. and when you apply directly on a gel uh, design on your body it is definitely dark indigo blue stain i love it even if you have dark skin (laughs) yes i love how it looks on my skin and i just i just love it you did a a anniversary um piece on my back uh, a couple of years ago and it was just beautiful and i posted it and everybody loved it so what i'd like for you to do is share with our audience how they can get in touch with you and what you offer Absolutely. I am very honored and I'm always blessed to um, do henna for you and Jaguar for you, Shelby. You are amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so I am very happy and honored to share that if you were to find me, I can you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. My, my business name is Henna Chakra, C-H-A-K-R-A. And Chakra, as you were sharing, is an intimate session between henna people receiving and giving. And you're sharing energy mm-hmm. and energy, the vortex of energy is called chakra. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, we create our own henna energy. Uh, that's why the business name is called henna chakra. Mm-hmm. Hennachakra.com is the simple way to find me on my website. Or you can just Google me, Lehigh Valley Henna Artist, and you will find me. <laughs> that is perfect. Perfect. I am just, I am in awe of your artistry. And I'm proud of the work that you do. And I stand by it 100%. And I just wanted to, if you have any words of inspiration or encouragement to to leave with the audience, I'd like you to do that. But before that, I would like to say you guys have heard the detail that she and the care that she puts into creating for you and cost is always an issue but when you have an expertise when you have the expertise at hand and right in front of you um, please be sure and be generous with Sophie and her work you're not just getting um her artwork today you're getting a lifetime of knowledge and um, I'm sure that you have gone through what works and what doesn't work and that is very valuable and I just want the audience to know that when you're supporting um, small businesses that's what you're getting you're getting trial and error you're getting a lifetime of knowledge so be generous in supporting small businesses but um, back to what I was asking of you um, are there any words of inspiration or encouragement you'd like to leave with the audience and and um, we'll close out with that 
Absolutely. Thank you. I'm very humbled when you say that. So thank you for all who are listening and you for sharing and creating this space, Shelby. So before we started this, uh, you know, our chat this morning for this podcast, I actually uh, picked a goddess card, mm-hmm. what is inspiring me today. Mm-hmm. And what came up was the goddess Sedna and her message is infinite supply. And wow. what the message she says, you are supplied for today and all of your tomorrows. Wow, that's powerful. And if you, if our audience could just grasp that and have enough faith to believe that, you have an infinite supply. And whatever that desire is, whether it is um, money, love, um, health, there is an infinite supply of those things if you simply believe. Sophie, it is always wonderful to spend time with you. And I always leave you feeling filled, filled and blessed that somehow God led our paths to cross and that we have developed an amazing friendship. So thank you so much for coming to Raining Words with Shelby. I am honored to call you friend again. And again, audience, if you are looking for Sophie in any of her work, whether it be yoga, henna, private parties, um, wine bottles with the lights are absolutely beautiful. Please don't hesitate to contact her at hennachakra.com. Chakra is spelled C-H-A-K-R-A dot com or just Google her and she will pop up. Um, Henna artist, Lehigh Valley. So thank you so much, Sophie. I love you dearly. And we look forward to talking to you guys soon. I love you. Love you too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye.